0: Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I'm so glad you've joined me. I want to dive right in, in this episode, to a topic that I've touched on before, but that bores the heck out of most people. How's that for an introduction? I want to talk to you about some demographics. Demographics. Now, I find this fascinating. I think it's a key to understanding the world. I think it's important for our society, and particularly if you live in the West, if you live in Europe or the United States, Canada, for example, you are being affected by these trends in major ways. So let let me start by telling you the the macro fact that is critical to understanding all that I'm gonna talk about. Uh, It requires a birth rate of 2.1 just to maintain a a population. Okay, So if you have a birth rate in a given country and it's 2.1 or above, then you are replacing that population. You are maintaining, or if it's, of course, more than 2.1, you are growing that population. Now, that's really, really important because you may have a welfare economy to some extent. You may have social services. You may have Social Security. You're expecting young workers to pay into a Social Security account, for example, that then funds older workers. That's the whole assumption of the U.S. Social Security system, that young workers will pay in and that will then fund those who are retired. And then the young workers, when they retire, will be funded by still others, but not if you have a declining population, because that way you'll never have enough young workers to fund the older workers. So this makes a lot of sense. Also, this powers demographic, uh, I'm sorry, political and cultural changes. Um, If in England, The Muslim population has a birth rate way above 2.1% and the traditional Anglo population has a birth rate way below 2.1, well, then you are growing a Muslim England. There's just no question about it. I'm not saying that with any rancor or bitterness. I'm just simply saying that's the way it is. And by the way, the birth rates in much of the Muslim world are sky high, five point something, uh, six point something in some cases. But the birth rates in the West are below 2.1. Throughout most of Europe, below 2.1. In Italy, half the required replacement number. In in some countries, hardly uh, just below half. The U.S. now has just barely a 2.1% birth rate, and that's largely because of Hispanics. If you wanna, if you wanna be grateful for the 2.1% birth rate we have, hug a Hispanic baby, because their birth rate is making the difference. In the U.S., black birth rate, uh, the birth rate amongst blacks is twice that of whites, and birth rate among Hispanics is five times that of whites. That's just the pattern that we're going through. So as a result, there are some definite changes happening Happening in the West. And what I suggest you do, whatever country you're in, and I'm grateful for all of you, those of you who live uh, around the world, who listen to this podcast, look at your country, ask two questions. Number one, what is the average age in our country, in my country? In Iran, it's, 2. it's 24. The average age is 24. That tells us something. In the Philippines, the average age is 22. Tells us important things about what's possible, what's coming, what's, po- what's happening in that country. In the U.S., it's 38 years old. In England, it's 44 years old. What does that tell you? You have aging populations in the U.S. and England. You have young, vibrant uh, congregations, I said, Uh, young, vibrant generations is what I meant to say um, in the Philippines and in Iran. This tells you something. For those of us who work internationally, very, very important information. The other thing you want to ask yourself is what is our birth rate? In Middle Eastern countries, like I say, five point something, six point something, sky high. In the US, barely 2.1. Throughout Europe, not even 2.1. Not in any European country is the birth rate even 2.1. Now, let me tell you what this is going to mean, for example, just in the United States. I'm gonna use the United States as an example, not because I don't care about other countries, but because I wanna show, just give you the clearest example for which we have the best demographics, the best statistics, okay? Um, We're going to, the United States is going to reach a tipping point in 2040. In the 2040s, we're going to reach a major irreversible tipping point when it comes to age, okay? By that time, only 45% of 30-year-olds will be non-Hispanic whites, Okay, so now that's that's I stated that in statistical language, but here's what's really going on. By 2040, present trends continuing, and there's really no way to reverse the present trends, uh, 45% of 30-year-olds are going to be non-Hispanic whites, meaning that whites will be a minority in the US. There'll be a statistical minority, at least in that age group, 30-year-olds. Among 30-year-olds, there will be a minority of whites. Now, I wanna say two things at the, almost at the same time. Number one, I don't care. On the one hand, I don't really care what color uh, the people in the United States are. I, I, I'm, the, I'm the least racist person on the planet. I am delighted with all racists. I am thankful, I'm not, this is not me making a KKK case here. Hey, look out, non-whites are taking over. That's not what I'm saying, but it will produce a shift. It will produce a change. It does mean a demographic change. It does mean a rise in the Hispanic community. That's going to produce cultural changes. That's going to produce political changes. It makes a difference. It's going to produce foreign policy changes. It just will. Also, uh, some other things we need to know. Uh, Not only is that true, um, but uh, nearly one in four Americans will be unaffiliated with any religion including 30% of 30 to 44 year olds. Okay. Uh, That's again, a a shift that we're heading towards. One in four Americans will be unaffiliated with any religion. Okay. Uh, One in five Americans will be over the age of 65. Now that's huge. One fifth, 20% of the United States will be over the age of 65. It's going to put a huge strain on healthcare and a huge strain on social security. Okay, It's something we need to know about. If you're a statesman, if you're in political leadership, if you're involved in healthcare, these are trends that define your world. In fact, they're going to define all of our worlds pretty soon because one in five Americans will be over the age of 65 by 2040. Okay. Minorities this going back to my early point will become the majority in the US by twenty forty five. So minorities are together going to be the majority in the U.S. by 2045. Do you see how these birth rates change a society? And again, I want to say clearly, I'm not making any of these cases based on some racist fear that more brown-skinned people will be in America than white-skinned. But they will come with cultural changes. They will come with shifts. I mean, some of you are heading to college, you even need to decide what what a language to major in. Obviously, if you're going to live in America, you're going to need to major in Spanish, um, because if you're young, let's say you're 20 right now. Be before you retire, before you shake off this khaki coil, uh, you will live in a world that will be more than half Hispanic. That's just the way it's going to be, okay? And this issue of the increase of the aging, one in five Americans, huge importance, huge importance, okay? Okay. Very, very important. Uh, Immigrants are going to make up a record-breaking share of the population. So you're going to have an America where people might be committed to American distinctives, but they're going to be from other countries. They're going to be immigrants. Immigrants are going to make a huge portion. Um, And by the way, Islam is going to surpass Judaism by 2040, okay, as our second religion. Our second religion right now, Christianity is number one in America. Uh, Judaism's number two. But by 2040, Islam will pass up Judaism. Okay. Again, important things, important things. The, the share of, of Christians, as I've already said, are going to decline. Uh, I've already said one in four Americans will uh, will be unaffiliated with religion. Uh, and globally, there'll be just as many 30 to 44-year-old Muslims as Christians of the same age. Okay, you see the shift. I'm not saying that Christianity is going away. I'm just saying it's going to be challenged purely because of birth rates. We're not talking about conversions here. We're talking about birth rates. Now listen to this. Just 20 years ago, less than half the world lived in urban areas. In another 20 years, close to two thirds of the world will live in cities. We are becoming an urban race. We don't need as many people living on farms. We don't need, need as many people living in urban, uh, suburban situations or rural situations. And so two-thirds of the world in 20 years, we will live in cities. Cities are growing. They're becoming the hot thing. I live in two cities and love cities, love that whole life. Um, but I'm saying that's the trend. People are, are flooding into cities. Cities are becoming places as with, with increased technology and sanitation, what have you. They're becoming better places to live around the world. And that's where people want to be. Okay, An American child born in the U.S. will be expected to live to 83 years old, according to UN projections, five years longer than today. So in short, people in the future will be increasingly non-white. They will be older, statistically. They will live longer. And they are more likely, in terms of the United States, to be immigrants from other places. We're going to be living in an increasingly global society. We're going to be living longer. We're going to have to find new ways of funding health care for the elderly, uh, new ways of social security. I suggest, of course, all the time that people who are, um, well, really any people, especially in Western delivery systems, Western governmental systems, um, hope for the success of those systems, social security, welfare, et cetera. But- not count on them in their old age. Just, just plan as though they're not going to exist. And then if they do, you've got a bonus. And that, by the way, is going to affect me. I'll be in that age range. I'll be uh, in retirement when many of these things, if I ever retire, um, I'll, be, I'll be certainly in my older age when many of these systems are supposed to be strained. Now, I want you, I wanted, I wanted to give you the macro lesson here. While we're paying attention to the latest hassle in DC or the latest uh, military action around the world, demographic changes are absolutely transforming your world. Ask these two questions. What's the average age in your society? And it does the growth rate, does the birth rate in your society exceed 2.1? These will determine the changes. And by the way, you've already seen, I've already modeled for you that you don't just ask what the national birth rate, ask, uh, what it is, you ask for what the birth rate is of every uh, ethnic group within your country. Most countries are made up of a combination of ethnicities. So ask what the birth rates are of those different ethnicities, and you'll be able to project what your country is going to look like in so many years. And it brings, it's not just about skin color, it's about culture, it's about religion, it's about shift in values, uh, it's, it's about what a society is going to look like. The world is is changing. And I got to tell you, I welcome it in most cases. Absolutely welcome it. I welcome people living longer. I'm perfectly fine to live in a largely non-white society. doesn't bother me in the least. This is just the way human history is. Um, Doesn't bother me, uh, all of these things. But be aware that cultures are shifting and governments are going to be strained by these demographic trends. You want to pay attention to these things. You want to keep an eye on these things. You want to Google these things from time to time. You want to stay on top of these trends because they are shaping your world. And this is how we understand the world in which we're made to live. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv